What was that last week? You talked about doing something different? Uh-huh, I have. I wrote Havis, and I'm doing this one different. <laughs> From Cabron, the awakened soul. Remembrance is a form of meeting. Strange that we all defend our wrongs with more vigor than we do our rights. The life that the rich man spends in heaping up gold is in truth like the life of the worms in the grave. It is a sign of fear. Okay. Well, we had a couple of things I'll go ahead and share with you about the website, and uh, then we'll go on to the rest of the evening. We're making some minor changes, but you will notice them as you go into the uh, ilm.org website. One is that you only have to sign in once now. So it'll make it a lot easier to get on the site than before. And so give it a try if you haven't gone there for a while. And also if you click on the box that says, remember me, during that day, if your computer stays on, uh, the, the site will remember you during that day if you go back to check something else or to register for something. The Remember Me box, though, doesn't remember you forever. It just remembers you for that day while your, uh, your computer is, is running. So some people have called and asked, why doesn't it remember me? <laughs> Got a very short memory. So if you... <laughs> Yeah, really. If you've been discouraged, we once again encourage you to go check it out now, hopefully. And, you know, we'll keep working with it to simplify. Again, this is all new, and so we're learning a lot and realizing there's a lot that goes into it. But we realized in this process we finally found the glitch. It was really Bill's fault that it wasn't working. And so, you know, we just forgave him, and all of a sudden it started working better. <laughs> also, we're changing the uh, registration section for uh, each of the stores to make it easier to register and also to sign in to each store when you are going to purchase either CDs or tapes, books, or to go into the section where you register for an event. And we're reworking the registration for the meditation retreat for Austin, Texas, simplifying the registration and making it easier for you to make a deposit and then to also pay later the full amount uh, as we get closer to the time of the retreat. So we're learning. It's uh, amazing the amount of detail that it takes. And you have to think about everything over and over, trying to figure out how to put it up there and then how to simplify and, and, and keep doing so. And so I actually wrote an article about simplicity and how I never wanted to put a website up because I just couldn't see how it could be simple. And <laughs> I was right. <laughs> but we're working on it. We're working very diligently. And as we speak, some people are working on it this evening. And hopefully by Thursday evening, we'll have everything done. And you can go back on the site, check it out. And I think you'll find that both registering uh, for the retreat and even getting on the site will be a lot simpler. Anything else? Well, I was just going to say, once again, once we realized it was all Bill's fault, and we forgave them. It's just been amazing how things have been opening up. It's just been wonderful. <laughs> well, I have no idea where we're going tonight. Boy. You want me to start? Sure. <laughs>
You know, one of the things um, that was really nice in doing the meditation the way we did it tonight, isn't it really wonderful, instead of just sending the light, that we go actually into the light first and then just let it flow? I don't know if you're aware of the difference of doing it that way, whereas maybe in the past we may have not done it quite that way. Um, but it's something I've been doing more and more, and a lot of that's been coming about from some of my own inner experiences in the last year. And one of the things that I, I hope was clear this evening in doing the meditation is to really realize that you really are one in the movement of that loving, and that all we truly have to do is simply open up, and that loving will just move right on through us. And really, it'll go where it needs to go. But sometimes we can participate in that by asking, by guiding, by giving direction, but then in continuing to allow that to just to flow through. Because sometimes the light's not meant to go in certain areas directly, and if we try to force it, is that truly unconditional or neutral loving? Not really. So that's the process of really kind of guiding, but then letting it go. And truly all we have to do is open up to truly become the servant of the Lord is just to be a, like a doorway and allow the loving just to move in us and through us. And when we do, one nice thing that I've noticed is that life gets easier. And the easier life gets, the more I've experienced the greater, uh, the greater experience and the fullness in the spirit inside and the greater freedom that comes with that. So I'd really encourage to begin to experiment with that more in your own life to really just be like that doorway, to allow that river of loving simply to move in you and through you not trying to control it, not trying to do anything other than become vulnerable and open within and just allow it just to move through you. And if you really pay attention, you'll be aware that it will happen automatically, even at times when you least expect it. All of a sudden you'll be aware that all of a sudden that river of loving is just moving through you. Because when you've done the work to open the door, then spirit can truly move and work through you, even at times when you're not consciously trying to make anything happen. And that's a real nice surprise when all of a sudden here you find yourself experiencing that light just moving through you without you even doing anything. And that's really the greater truth of what's going on anyway. Because you're really not doing anything other than what people say, getting out of the way. But I, don't, I personally don't like to say get it out of the way because then it's like something's wrong with us. To me it's not. We're that loving light of God. But if we can just simply open up and allow that loving light to move through us, then we truly are that being, the truth of that beingness. No attachments, no expectations, no false identifications. And that's where the confusion lies, is in the false identifications. But if we can just let go of those and thinking it's us, or thinking that there's something we have to do, or it has to be done a certain way, if we can give that up and step truly into the freedom and simply just be and be open, then that action can take place in us and through us just automatically. And then the times, such as this evening, when you actually go into a conscious sending the light or a type of a meditation and sharing that loving, then that can take place in a greater fullness because there's a greater freedom that you've built within yourself by practicing, by doing things this way. And so the more you do that, the easier it gets. And then the greater that light lives in you and through you, where you begin to experience the greater living the loving and how that begins to automatically free you up and then free up the surroundings around you just by simply being in that river of loving and that flow. So I hope tonight that you had some type of experience of the movement of that to find the ease and the grace 
and maybe how you can begin to work with that so that you can live that in a greater fullness within yourself and also in the world around you. Because life really truly can become easier, even as challenging as it gets at times, if we can really just open up and simply let the loving move through us in that way. And just remember, it's always neutral. It never has attachments. No matter how bad or terrible things seem to be in our own lives or on the planet, as we're seeing a lot going on right now, that really just simply let the loving move through and it'll do what it needs to do. And you don't have to concern yourself or worry or fear at all. Because when you're really living in that flow, you're going to be in the freedom. And if you're not experiencing the freedom, that's your inner sign, if you will, to letting you know that you're somehow attached to the outcome or the conditions of whatever may be taking place. So if, that, if you experience that within yourself, just allow that light now to flow into whatever those attachments or concerns you have within yourself so it can begin to free that up within you. And the more that frees up within you, the greater the freedom will reflect into the world around you. It can become quite a magnificent experience the more you do this. And the more you do this, I'll use the word, the better you become at it. The better part is just like anything, the more you practice, the easier it gets. And so you become more proficient at it. But really the proficiency is simply really living the greater truth of who you are. So as you do this, it'll also assist you in freeing up your own inner burdens, if you will, truly being a servant of the Lord by being of service, by allowing that light just to move in you and through you. And the nice thing is, you can do this totally inwardly with never doing a physical action. And sometimes that's all we need to do. I have found that that's the greatest service, is really just allowing the loving to flow through us unconditionally, truly, freely, no attachments. And the nice thing that I also noticed is I really allow that to happen more and more inside of me is that there are times when that movement of loving will prompt me to physically do something. So pay attention as you do this because sometimes that light will move us into a physical action to assist the outer reflection of the movement of it. But just simply pay attention. If in doubt, just really move slowly. Check it out. Pay attention. Don't always be in a hurry to think you have to do something. See if that's your ego. See if it's truly the movement of loving. Because if it's truly the movement of loving, it'll get handled whether you physically do it or not. Because if it's meant to be done, it'll get done, whether it's you or somebody else. But that's how you begin to see whether it was a real movement of loving or was it the ego attached or wanting to get involved in some way. So just pay attention inwardly what you experience as you allow this to continue to unfold in you. And as you do that, you'll really become more clear and aware of when you are prompted inwardly truly to physically follow through on the movement of the loving or whether it's really not for you to do anything physically or just simply let the loving flow through and then just let unfold whatever is going to unfold if it's something of a physical nature, of course. And this is true also for the other levels, the mind, the emotions, the imagination, all those levels, it truly can be the same way. So just experiment with it, begin to live it. Because I know a lot of you who come here always like to work with the light, not only for your own inner awakening, but also like to be, I guess, what you could call a light practitioner maybe, where you like to send the light and be of service and also participate in healing. Well, true healing is really the greater freedom in spirit. So if you can live that greater freedom and allow that freedom of loving to move through you, 
then it's that freedom of loving that moves through you that is going to bring about the balancing and the healing that can take place around you. And again, just pay attention because sometimes there's nothing more to do and other times maybe there is. But you won't know unless you really give it awareness and allow yourself to experience whatever it is. No rights, no wrongs, just simply an openness and a sharing to let that move through you however it's going to move through you. And one thing that I found in sharing with people over the years is that as they begin to go into the meditation practice and begin to open up and be vulnerable to that movement of loving, they often have a challenge, and that is they want to feel it. They want it to have that emotional feeling that love in this world has. They expect it to have a quality about it where they can feel the movement and get involved in it and, and in a sense, uh, do it, be in the action of it. And spiritual loving is very subtle. Spirit itself is very subtle. It isn't of this creation. And when it moves in us and through us, it isn't the physical body or any part of this physical creation that is sensing the movement of spirit or loving. It is the soul. The soul is what experiences that movement. And so it's as we become more awake in our own divine, as we become aware of our own soul, as we live more in that and from that place of our own divinity every day, that's when we become aware of this movement of loving, this movement of spirit in us and through us and around us and all that we do. If we are still more focused and anchored into our physical, sensual, and mental nature, then we are going to try to identify and make something happen in those levels which really has nothing to do with spirit. And we might find ourselves a little disappointed if we are ever trying to identify the movement of spirit through the physical, sensual, and mental being. So relax into the movement and keep your focus on that spiritual eye, that tenth door, that seat of the soul where the soul does dwell. And wake up here into the divine that you are. Live the divinity that you are. And then you'll be more aware of that movement of spirit. For again, remember, it is the soul that senses the movement of the divine in you. It is not the physical consciousness. So do not focus into the physical and try to make something happen. Try to will it to happen. Try to pray it into happening through the physical senses. And in meditation, share your loving from that place of your loving, that soul that is the living, loving essence of the Lord. Share your loving from there, not from the physical heart or from the physical consciousness and try to dwell up and move in this emotional love that this creation tends to call loving. Realize the difference. Be aware of the difference so that when you are focusing on loving and you begin to sense yourself going in and getting caught up in this emotional quality of love, that you can begin to raise your consciousness once again back to the seat of the soul and truly wake up in the soul and experience the movement of loving at that place of your own self 
rather than in the lower qualities of self and the physical. It's truly wonderful when you begin to truly wake up in the divine that you are and to truly begin to have experience, such as Brian was sharing a minute ago, as to how that movement of spirit moves in and around us all the time. It's happening even when we're not aware of it. The movement of spirit is taking place. When we begin to move inward and upward in our meditation and begin to hold our attention at the seat of the soul, and we begin to wake up inside, we become instruments into this world for the loving to manifest in a greater way. But remember, that loving is very subtle, and it also does not have the consciousness of control or conditional love or expectation or demand in it. Unconditional loving, that movement of loving that is of the spirit, is ever present throughout all of creation. It is ever waiting to be experienced, to be recognized, and to be allowed to move in a way through the consciousness that it can begin to manifest itself at these levels. It is only when the soul becomes aware of that movement of the divine loving that resides in spirit that we can then become instruments in this creation where the loving truly anchors in us and through us and begins to manifest in all that we do. And it goes out into the world and it touches our family, our friends, situations in our life. But it does it unconditionally. It doesn't go out and say, well, you're going to like me now. Well, you're going to forgive me now. Well, you're going to pay me more money now. It goes forward and just bestows unconditional loving wherever you go. And it's happening whether you're aware of it or not, whether it's your intention or not, because that's how loving works. Whenever it finds an opening by which it can begin to move, it does so. It moves freely. And because it is so subtle, most of the time we are not even aware of that movement that is taking place in us and around us. But if we begin to pay more attention to the subtle things in our life and the subtleties of that movement of the divine in and around us, we will begin to let go of our identity in this creation of the body, of the emotions and the mind, we will begin to identify ourselves as divine. We will begin to live ourselves as divine. And we will begin to be aware 24 hours a day of that river of loving moving in us and around us, ever sharing itself with us and with all that we come in contact with. Now, when I say that we can become aware 24 hours a day, that is not necessarily true because we cannot stay awake in that divine presence 24 hours a day and do the world as well. But we can still be aware of the subtle movement of spirit in and around us, whether or not we're totally focused in spirit or not. I find myself, wherever I go, 
ever being aware of this subtle river of loving moving in me, moving in me. Sometimes it is moving in me downward and out. Sometimes it is moving inward, downward and out through my body to assist my physical body, to do a clearing, to remove consciousness that doesn't belong to me or to help me in some way bring balance and centeredness to my own self. Sometimes it moves in me and through me very quickly and out into those around me that I'm with. And other times I find that the river of loving is flowing in a different direction and it's more inward and upward. And it makes me much more aware then of that centeredness and that consciousness of God dwelling within me and to live more from there. It's very interesting when you begin to live in this flow of the divine river and begin to be aware of the subtle movement of that river, you begin to see life differently and you begin to approach situations and people differently. And you really approach yourself differently because of it. When I feel that river of loving coming down and out and moving through my body, I'm aware that at that time I need to pay more attention to what I'm doing with my body, for my body, so that I can support that action that Spirit is performing with me. It may be that some karma is being cleared. It may be that an alignment is taking place where I have misaligned. It could be realigning my thoughts so that I begin to flow more with the Spirit rather than against it. I may realign my feelings. And it may be realigning my creative imagination. Or it may be realigning all of those together so that they work more in harmony and oneness together. And again, it's becoming aware of the subtlety of the movement of Spirit as to begin to be aware of what is truly taking place inside in that moment. But what it does also mean is that in that moment that you're aware of that subtle movement, for that moment you have to pay attention more inward. You can't be so focused out here because you're going to get caught up in the grosser energies of the material world and lose sight of that subtle movement. So it does mean that for a moment, with your eyes open, you can still hold your attention more into that subtle place, that centered place at the seat of the soul and pay attention for a moment and see, well, what's really happening? What's really aligning? What's really taking place? And then go on about your daily life and allow the Holy Spirit and that movement of loving to move in you and through you as it wishes. Don't get involved in trying to make something happen or don't get involved and say, oh, wait a minute, I'll get that karma off. Don't, you know, just start brushing it off. Let it do what it knows how to do. We really do not know all that the Holy Spirit knows. And we cannot do all that the Holy Spirit can do. So let it do what it knows to do. And just be aware. This is a pathway of awareness. This is a pathway of experience. So be aware and experience the movement of that subtle flow of loving. But it doesn't say that you have to do anything in the process, but to allow, to be aware, to have the experience of it.
Another way of saying it is to be the observer. Observe what is taking place in and around you at all times. Be the observer. And in that observation, you will begin to wake up and be more aware of the truth of who you are and that movement of loving that is divine in you. So as this river moves, you may also find that it begins to move inward and upward. When I find that that's happening, I find that in that inward and upward movement, I am being drawn to sit down, to go inside, to truly pay attention, and to be lifted up higher into my own divine consciousness. It doesn't mean that I'm going to go out of body, but it does mean to pay more attention to what's going on inside right now and to just live in that divine flow and to let whatever is taking place take place. When it happens for me, oftentimes I feel God's loving just coming in and lifting me up to that place where the loving resides within me at the seat of the soul. And I become aware of a great sanctuary within me. It's always there, but it's usually during this time of this movement of the divine, this divine loving that is pulling me inward and upward, that I become more aware of it. And I just sit there in the wonder and the awe and the loving and the joy and the peace that is present in that moment. And again, it may be that just for a moment you go and you sit down and you close your eyes and you hold the focus inward. And then you get back up and get going and do the rest of the day. It's not about sitting there in that moment for the rest of the day, but just be in the moment that that energy is moving. And if I am really busy and that energy begins to pull me inward and upward, I stay present in two different places. Again, multidimensional consciousness. So I become aware of that river of love as it's moving inward and upward towards that sanctuary within. But I'm also aware of what's going on out here. And that is something that you learn over time to live more multidimensionally. But it's by paying attention to the movement of spirit, to that subtle flow of loving, and ever paying attention in the moment. Live one day at a time, one breath at a time. Stay present in the breath. Stay present in the moment. And that's how you begin to live the divine moment of loving right now. And that's how you begin to wake up. And that's how you can begin to live multidimensionally. Where you can have your eyes open, be aware of the flow of grace, the flow of loving, be aware of that inner sanctuary, and at the same time, have your eyes open, be in conversation, be doing paperwork, be working on the computer, but be doing it from that place of sacredness inside of you. And everything that you do in that moment is blessed in a wonderful way. It is blessed because you are doing it from that blessed place, that river of loving. It doesn't mean now that people should come and worship your computer if that's where it was taking place at the time or that they should worship now your couch because that's where you sat down when this all began to happen. It's not about anything on the outer. It's always about the inner. 
And then one thing I didn't share is about when that energy moves in you and out to others. Be aware of that divine flow. And be aware that at this moment, it's moving to assist others in and around you, maybe close at home, maybe right there in the room, or maybe a thousand miles away. You do not have to figure out, who is this for? Whose name is on that? What, what was that name again? You just let it flow. And if you need to be aware, the Holy Spirit will bring awareness to you about what this is about. And you may truly feel it move in you and through you and truly know that it is going over to a particular person or to a particular situation. And you can just rejoice in knowing, hey, God's doing God's work. And I'm just present in the movement of that right now. There's nothing I have to do. I don't have to put my will, my want, my desire, my need, my conditions on this movement. All I have to do is let go and let God. And if we do that, we truly become divine instruments of loving. But that's not what this path is about. And that's not what this initiation process is about. And that's not what liberation is about. It's not about becoming instruments of loving in this creation to be of service to others. That's part of the overflow that just automatically takes place. Be filled to the overflow and then let the overflow do what it will. Go where it will. You do nothing. will be filled to the brim and over with loving. Let the divine river of love just fill your cup to the overflow. And then let the overflow go and spill out into this creation and do what it knows to do best and go where it knows it is needed at this time. Then you are truly a divine, living, loving essence of the Lord manifesting in all levels of creation that loving. And you are an instrument of loving in this level of creation. So this is not about being an instrument of loving where you go and you lay hands on people, you go and you do things for people, and doing that kind of action or service in this creation. Those can be wonderful actions, but that's not what this is about. Oftentimes people go out into the creation and begin to do these great actions of service without first filling themselves up with the loving, with connecting into that divine river of loving, being aware of the subtle movement of that loving, and just allowing that subtle movement to take place in them, through them, and around them, how it wishes to do it. And then letting the divine overflow go and do what it will. Rather, they will go and they will through their emotional nature of love and through their willfulness of their own being, want to heal, want to manifest, want to bring about change for an individual, for a situation, or for the world. And oftentimes, they are not giving from that divine river of love and that essence of loving from their own soul. They are giving from their own material, psychic, mental creation. And if you do that often enough, 
you find you begin to hurt yourself. You begin to, to sap yourself of your own life force because now you are giving your life force in a willful way to try to bring something about. And so oftentimes people that are doing that kind of work find that, that their bodies break down, that situations happen with their physical, their emotional, their mental bodies. And they have a lot of challenges in their life. And then they wonder why. Well, why is all this service not also serving me? Why am I having all these problems when I'm helping all these people? It might be because they're not filling themselves up first with the truth, with the loving, with that essence of God. And filling themselves to the overflow so that the overflow does the work and they do nothing. You just walk by and it takes place. Isn't that what Jesus did when he walked through the streets of Jerusalem? When he walked along the shores of Galilee? He did nothing. People came to him and they touched his robe and they were healed. Did he do anything? No. That river of loving that was moving in him and through him and filling him to the overflow the overflow did what needed to be done for them. It was God's grace through the action of the Holy Spirit, through someone who was allowing it to just move as it knew how to move in him and through him. And there was nothing in him that was identifying the flow and saying this is what needs to be happening. What about that person over here? I want to help them now. He just allowed it to manifest. And in the awareness of that subtle flow, he was aware sometimes that in order for the essence of God to do the work through the grace, he needed to also do something physically. So he might pick up some mud and put it on someone's eyes. But it had nothing to do with the mud or Jesus spitting in the dirt to make the mud or Jesus saying anything other than it gave the person an opportunity to participate in the movement of loving, to participate and to do something. And sometimes that's where healing manifests. It is us in the doing. So what did he do? He said, now go and wash that from your eyes so that you can see. He told the man to go and do something for himself so that he would be healed. But in truth, it was just that movement of loving that did the healing. But the man had to do something in order to allow the grace of the Holy Spirit to come into his consciousness to allow the healing to take place. Does that make sense? It's a wonderful thing to witness that kind of spiritual teacher healing in that way. But what's more wonderful is to realize that we ourselves can heal ourselves, can bring about balance and wholeness and health and well-being in our own life, in our own consciousness, in this moment, in this day. 